Carson breaks three. One man to beat. Victor Cruz down the sideline. Cruz is going to take it all the way. Tied the NFL record. 99 yards from Manning to Cruz. Barkley straight ahead with a big hole. And running through is Saquon Barkley. And he's going in for a Giants touchdown. Giants turn to try and answer, and here's Saquon Barkley, and he's off to the races. The 30, the 20, Saquon for six. Welcome back, Giants fans, to another episode of Talking Big Blue with JQ. I'm your host, Jack Quattararo, alongside with me, my beautiful co-host, Thomas Sinertia, and here we are on Victory Monday. So to all Giants fans out there, happy Victory Monday. I honestly wish the Giants could play the Washington football team every week, but you don't get that in life. But here we are recapping the game. Giants had five turnovers, but before we get into it, Tom, how are you doing, my friends? Long time no see as well. It's Victory Monday. No better feeling. What, what, did I, what have I been saying? What have I been saying for over a month now? It's all about the W. Nothing else matters. You can, you can play the sloppiest game of football possible. If you have a W, you've done it right. And that's what we have today. Vibes were just elegant today, all day. Vibes are great today. And of course, yesterday too, we were listening it, listening to the game on the way back from upstate yesterday. So we just we did some old school Giants watching by listening to the radio, honestly. So no TV. Think- we watched the first half though. So it was a pretty exciting first half. And yeah, Giants won 23-20. Of course, it's a nail biter, as always, with Washington came right down the last play. And Giants capped it off with two late game interceptions. One by Jabril Peppers, who probably had one of his best games in a long time, and then one to close out the game by Logan Ryan. So shout out to those two. Yeah, defense played great, which we, we were talking about all day. We were watching the game. That's not really what we were worried about. We were worried about the offense trying to get going. Yeah, the offense, Daniel Jones was 23 of 34 with 212 yards, one touchdown, and zero turnovers for Danny Boy. You got it. You were right. I got it. So my hot take was right. I'm going to do a little clip after this about it because that's big time. That's big time. I don't think I've gotten a hot take right so far. Well, wait. Wait, was that part of a hot take or was it a hot take by itself? He doesn't have a, he's not going to have a turnover. I listed two hot takes. I said he would throw for 350 yards and three touchdowns. And I also said he will not fumble, or I just said he will not have a turnover this game. Yeah. So you, you got it. You went, you went one for two. All right. Not bad. Well, yeah, the 350 yards Giants fans didn't happen, but it's good to see guys like Wayne Gallman getting a lot of touches, which he does deserve 14 carries, 68 yards, one TD and Alfred Morris, like the shining light low key. He's coming out of nowhere recently in the past two weeks, nine carries, 67 yards, seven and a half yards per attempt. So shout out to him too. Austin Mack. Welcome. I hope you replace golden Tate. And I honestly hope the giants just cut golden Tate at this point because he is a problem. And as we all know, giants fans don't like to deal with any more locker room issues. And he's going to be one of them. Austin Mack had four receptions for 72 yards. He averaged 18 a reception. So Hopefully that's your new slot guy going forward. Ingram had a nice game too. Shepard had a good game. Slayton only had one catch, so he was quiet all day. Nice game. Ingram almost lost us the game. Yeah, I, w- I was just about to get to that, Tom. Ingram almost lost the Giants the game again with a crucial drop late in the game. And, Tom, we were listening in the car. As soon as they said it dropped it, they said, oh, it hit him right in the face mask. I was like, oh, boy. I was like, here we go again. I started, I started sweating in the car ride home, not going to lie. Yeah, I don't care how nice his touchdown was. He, I mean, we won the game, so it's fine. But the way the game went, if we had lost, it would have been because of him again. He, just, he can't catch the ball. 
no doubt in my mind. It's just a recurring theme. And I, I was saying this in the cardio. I was like, oh boy, like Ingram's going to get what's coming for him. Giants fans everywhere. I see on social media, Ingram's getting a lot of hate and it's rightfully so. We saw what happened against Philly and it almost happened again versus Washington. So that was close. Giants dodged a bullet there. Um, Logan Ryan, Blake Martinez. Blake Martinez leads the league in solo tackles right now with 92 on the season. So Dave Gettleman, once again, thank you, thank you, thank you for bringing in Blake Martinez. And then Leonard Williams, once again, gets on the board with another sack. So he's got five on the season, and he has one more sack than TJ Watt does this year. So put that into perspective, Leonard Williams is having a career year, we could say, at the least. And he's also on a franchise tag, so he's been playing every game. So shout out to him. I think he's worth the contract extension, Tom. What do you think? No crazy contract, but... Everyone had their negative things to say when it happened, as did I, when we, uh, when we traded for him and when we franchise tagged him. But he's been playing well. I think he's he probably is sacking what three straight games. Yep. I think think so. I know he had one the last two weeks. He's playing good. I'm not saying we pay him. He's making what fifteen on the tag right now. You don't pay him that much a year, but like a two year, where he made like a two year twenty twenty two million dollar deal. I'm all for it. Don't no, lock he- him up long term. That will no 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 no. no. Just because he had one good year doesn't mean he's going to repeat himself every season, right, Tom? Like, that's what you're saying. Don't give him, like, five years, like, I don't even know how much money. I'm not even going to get into that. But don't give him something long-term because, God forbid, he doesn't play well, and then he, he stinks, and he's just sitting on our bench collecting money from the team. That's most important to me. Um, something cool to look at, Giants gained a season-best 402 offensive yards. The highest total since they gained 552 yards in their previous game versus Washington last December. And we all know what that game was. That was the Chase Young Bowl. We're not going to talk about that. But I'm excited, dude. I'm excited for next week against Philly. I think this Giants team is ready to shock a couple people in the sports world and, of course, the NFC East. And as we say every episode, Tom and I, it's not over till it's over. And it's it's really just coming alive now. So Dallas is 2-7. and seven. Giants are 2-7. and seven. Washington's two and six because of their bye week. And then Philly's three, four, and one. So Giants are only a game and a half back. I don't know. Get, going forward, you just got to win. It's all about the wins going forward, Tom. I have a bold mid-episode prediction. Let me hear it. If we win Sunday against Philly, we're going to win the division. I think JT said last night, we looked at some like uh, numbers and stuff like that. They, I think for the if you take the Giants last night or right now to win the NFC East, it's like plus like 1,200 or something. Yeah, the odds are obviously not in their favor, but dude, listen, if you beat Philly half a game back because of the stupid tie or whatever, we have a rough stretch, but who do we play after Philly? The Cincinnati. Right. So that's our if we win Sunday, that's a prime spot to get into a to beat Cincy and then be on a, on a three-game winning streak. Cuz Philly, I think their next four games, they might lose all of them. All of them, every single one. Yeah, so Giants play Philly this weekend, then Bengals, and then they play Seattle, Arizona, Cleveland, Baltimore, and then to end it all off, they play Dallas at home, like last year. So, like you said, Tom, no one in the NFC East has an easy schedule these remaining seven games. So it's going to be interesting to see who pulls it off. If the Giants are going to be the team to do it, you have to be, obviously, all your division opponents. They only have two left with the Cowboys and Philly. They have to beat the Bengals, Tom, no doubt in my mind. And you got to steal a game from that big three, or excuse me, big four, Seattle, Arizona, Cleveland, or Baltimore. My prediction for those right now, I'm going to say this real quick, mid-episode, another quick prediction. I think the Giants hang with Seattle and Arizona and Cleveland. I think those are all games that come down to the wire. 
and if anything happens, and if let's say the Giants lose, it'll be by a touchdown or less, Tom, I think, once again. Yeah, as, as most of our games are. Dude, Arizona doesn't scare me. Like, that's a, that's a winnable game. I, I personally, my personal opinion, I think Cleveland stinks. I think they're not good. I'm sure J, I'm sure our boy JT is going to disagree with that. But so, like, they can win that game. Um, I don't know if I'm believing too much in us now, but listen, any man can be beat on any, on any given day. Look at Pittsburgh last night. They almost choked against Dallas, against their four-string yeah, quarterback. Yeah, it, that's a classic scene from, from uh, the beginning of Rocky II from the Rocky I fight. Apollo said, I won, but I didn't beat him. Pittsburgh won, but, dude, that's, you should have won by 40 that game. So, 50. Steelers fans should be a little scared. Not, not scared because they're eight. No, but scared because you almost lost to a very terrible team. When we look at spreads, Tom, and stuff like that, any team that's favored by two touchdowns, you should at least win by, like, one touchdown or maybe ten points. Steelers won by, what, five points, I think, last night? It was something it, like that. It came, it came down to the last play of the game. Like last week with them against Baltimore. Same thing, different story. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so look, listen to this. Evan Ingram – had his first touchdown pass of the season on a 16-yard throw from Daniel Jones. So, Evan Ingram finally in the end zone. Let's go. Like, he's ran in a few this year, but finally he's catching passes in the end zone, and he's not dropping those at least. So, hopefully next week he does the same thing and catches three or four of them, and then we just blow out Philadelphia. I would love that, Tom. I don't think the Giants, once again, have beaten Philly since 2016. Man, oh, man, did they have a primetime chance on that Thursday night game a few weeks back. If they can beat Philly and break that curse, listen, I think – I think the future of this season is very bright because listen, like I said, I'm being repetitive, but you got to beat Cincinnati. Just got to beat them down. And then you really got to beat one of those four teams. And of course you got to beat Dallas and listen, five and 11 might win the division or six and 10 might win the division. No one's getting over six wins in the NFC East this year. Bookmark that. Four wins might win the division. I was, we were looking at that Instagram post. It was like the best team to win. Every team was like four and 12. How hilarious is that? But it's going to come down to these divisional games. It really is. So I'm I'm honestly pumped. I know yesterday I didn't might not have seen like it on the car ride home. I was I was pretty tired from the weekend we had, Tom. But listen, I'm starting to get more and more excited about this season because like you said, we kind of switched roles. You were like, ah, like, what's this season even worth right now? And that's how I felt the past couple of weeks because, listen, it's not fun losing. Losing does a lot to me. Like, Giants fans, if you're listening to this, like, I can't stand losing. Like, I can't fall asleep at night. I have trouble waking up in the morning. I just, it's very sad. Losing just stinks all around. Listen, we definitely switch roles. I'm all, I'm all in. And also. Listen, I have to be all in. I have no choice right now because of the way the division's shaping out. I have no choice, but to be all in. Um, Giants rushed for 109 yards in the first half. That's pretty amazing. I like the way they ran the ball. Um, It wasn't the best game from DJ. You saw a couple throws that could have went either way. And once again, he almost threw another interception because of Evan Ingram dropping a pass. But luckily, it hit the ground, thank God, because I, I wouldn't be able to stand another Ingram drop pass that led to a turnover. Yeah, I remember when, I remember when we watched that. I think you, I think you literally said that exact set, uh, statement to me, and then luckily, he, it, wasn't a, it wasn't a catch. But uh, Boy gets lucky, Evan Ingram. That kid, I know you were talking about, that kid 81 looked great. Gotcha. I've been saying it the past three weeks. Sterling Shepard hasn't looked this healthy in years. He, Dude, he, he looks he, great. He looks. He doesn't. Great. He doesn't blow up the stat sheet, but he he makes those he makes those plays. He get he gets that extra yard or two for a first down. He makes those catches on third down. He's your guy that's like you know 
10 yards and in, 15 yards and in, if you need someone to throw the ball to, it's Sterling Shepard in my mind. Yeah. But another cool fact to look at, the Giants rushed for a season-high 166 yards. Their fourth consecutive 100-yard game in a row this season. So that's good. Run blocking is amazing. Pass blocking, they're still working on that. So I'm not sure what they're going to do yet with Will Hernandez and Shane Lemieux when he comes back. I'm pretty sure he'll be cleared for this game. I haven't checked it yet because it's Monday, so we still have some time until Sunday. But, but yeah, I'm excited for next week. Um, Andrew Thomas ended up getting benched halfway through this game, I'm pretty sure, or like halfway through the third quarter. So keep an eye on that, Giants fans, because, listen, Matt Parrott is getting more and more snaps. It's either you see him in at left tackle or right tackle. I saw a lot of people on Twitter last night, Tom, just saying keep Matt Parrott in. Don't take him out. Just keep him in. And listen, the quarry is is preaching right now. I have no problem with keeping Matt Parrott in. But listen, I'm not giving up on Andrew Thomas yet. If it's another bad game, you, Joe Judge is going to have to think moving forward what's best for the team. And I think you either don't bench him, but maybe you move in the right tackle and see how he does there, Tom. What do you think about that? I mean, honestly, I just I like that he's doing good. You Those, those mid-round picks, you want – well, third round is still kind of early, but – after the second round, you want to hit on those third and up picks. And so far, knock on wood, it started to look like we did with the, with this kid. Um, we need to be – we were talking about this all weekend. You need We need to get into a position where we have too many linemen and we can just move them around. Like, Hernandez is coming back. Don't let that be a reason to, like, keep Lemieux out of the game. Move him around. Move everybody around. Move him at center for a snap. Move, move Perrin and Andrew Thomas around. Move Zeitler around. Keep moving these guys around. Keep them in the game. I know not too much because then you, you don't want to mess up with like the offensive line's chemistry. But I love I love the I love that we have. I I still think Thomas is going to be good. I love that we possibly hit on two tackles this draft. That Let's, can be our that can be our future the next ten years. That's what I was just going to say. And like you said with the chemistry, you've talked about this before. Like you don't want to mess it up. But at this point of the year, it looks like a lot of guys, Tom, are coming in and out. I feel like they're more worried about getting valuable reps in for all these guys and seeing who performs the best. So I think that's interesting. Looking at the defense, they forced five turnovers, money, absolute money. We, we were, we were sitting on the couch, Tom, in the first quarter when Washington ran their first play of the game, a little like shovel pass. And, and they literally went for 15 yards. We're like, Oh boy, here we go. Ball comes out. And Tom, the ball might've like been on the ground for like 30 yards ahead. Like they started kicking it. Everyone was diving on it. And somehow Tom, the ball did not go out of bounds. It just blows my mind. We we were watching that live. That was literally the entire season for our division in one play. They uh they Washington had a huge first down. We forced a fumble. We jumped on the ball. It it bounced out. Washington jumped on the ball. It bounced out. We went to pick it up. We kicked it. Washington went on. It bobbled it, and then we finally got it. If Washington got it, that would have been like a sixty-seven yard play. That would have been absurd. That would have been one way to set up an offensive drive, Tom. Fumble on the first play, and you think you're not going to get it back, and you end up 60 yards further down the field than where you were to start the drive. But shout-out to Jabril Peppers. He had a great game. He had one sack, and then he had a forced fumble, too, and then he had an interception to close out the deal. Or he was the second – I mean, excuse me. He was the first interception before Logan Ryan officially closed out the game. So that's good to look at because Jabril – we've been talking about Jabril a lot this year, Tom, and we've always been iffy on him and how he plays man coverage and zone coverage. But kid came to play yesterday. I know his sack ended up leading to Kyle Allen, the poor guy, his ankle snapping. But listen, prayers up to Kyle Allen. I feel bad for you, dude. I hope the best for you. But 
Jabril did get pushed in the Kyle Allen, and they did still call a personal foul on Jabril for hitting the quarterback too low. I'm not going to get into specifics about that because that was a gruesome injury, so I feel bad for Allen. But listen, Jabril balled out, Tom, and we haven't been able to say that a lot about Jabril this year. Yeah, obviously everyone knows Jabril's not my favorite player on the team. I still don't like him. He made he made two solid plays. One of them led to an injury, which you never want to see, but it was a sack at the end of the day. Well, I think they got a penalty on him. But anyway, uh, those are the plays you got to make to change guys like me, change our minds. We think you stink. And they did. We, 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 we think you stink. You make a game-saving interception. Now you're back on my good list. Now, now, this, now this week is the perfect, speaking of Jabril, this is the perfect redemption game. Don't let a guy my height jump over you and catch a ball for a touchdown in the end zone. Very simple. If he can, he can play a terrible game. As long as that doesn't happen, he avoids that. I'm happy. I'm satisfied. This game has probably been marked in his calendar, Tom, since that last matchup on Thursday night against Philly. So I think he's been waiting for this game for a while to prove himself. And listen, he did it against Washington. I put him back on my good list. We can say that, but listen, He's got to have another big game. Like Logan Ryan, he forced a fumble. That, that's his second of the year. Logan Ryan, man, he he balled out and with everything going on with his family and his wife and stuff like that. He came to play. And then look look how cool that was. He ended the game with an interception to officially seal the deal. And I just like – I kind of got goosebumps, Tom, in the car on the way home. I just like – I was very happy for him, dude. And then, you know, we got our guy Blake Martinez who literally had one interception and ten tackles. So, dude, he does it all, bro. Like – like Blake Martinez, dude, I just – I love him. 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 That's Nothing else guy. to say about Blake, bro. Nothing else to say about Blake. So, But but this game, it was a good game, man. It was a close game. It was, it was fought hard by the Giants. They were up 20-3 to three at halftime, I'm pretty sure. So they almost they almost cost it in the end. But listen, like Tom Sinerch says, my guy, a win is a win. And that was a beautiful win. And honestly, it, it made my day. Because if we lost that game, it would have been a long day, Giants fans. I think that's it, dude. Yeah, listen, there's not really much else to talk about. Um, listen, I'm going to say this right now for Washington. You got yourself a player in Terry McLaurin because that kid's a beast. Listen, I know I'm not I'm not out here to promote him, but I'm just saying you put him on a better team, and I think that kid is like a top 15 receiver in the league, maybe even top 10. He might even be up there now. but well, Yeah, he's already, he's already putting up solid numbers, and he put up solid numbers last year too. Mm-hmm, he did, but listen, man, I'm very excited moving forward. The division is still in grafts after nine games and every team doesn't have more than four wins for the first time. I don't even remember the last time this happened in like a division, Tom, Mm -hmm. like they are every team in the division is bad in certain areas. And obviously we've seen teams lose games that should have won games. The giants had literally had six of their nine games. They lost by a touchdown or less. So I can't deal with another one of those games, Tom, because I'm always Mr. What if we know this Tom, what if this happened? What if someone made that play? What if Daniel Jones didn't throw a pick there? Like, that's what I look at, dude. And listen, Daniel Jones kind of saved us yesterday by not turning over the ball because that could have been a crucial turn, you know, a crucial turnover that could have led to points for Washington, but it didn't. He did fumble once, but he recovered it, so it doesn't count as a turnover. And man, oh man, am I happy? That's only the second time in his 21 game career as a starter he hasn't had a turnover. So we're on the rise, Giants fans. We're on the rise. Danny Boy is on the rise, too. You can't call him Danny Boy. We talked about this already. You can't yeah, call Tom, him. Tom, Tom says I'm not allowed to call him Danny Boy because I had some harsh words for him after the Buccaneers game. Listen, you, I wasn't cursing at him or anything if you guys didn't listen to the last episode, but I was upset. I was you had harsh words yesterday. 
No one has to know about that, Tom. Don't tell anyone. No, 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 no. I gotta make this known. You don't be mean. You don't be mean to my Danny boy. Don't be mean to him. Now you can't call him Danny boy no more. All right. Well, Tom is cracking down on me and who I can talk to. But listen, I don't really have anything else about this game, Tom. This was just a win. You put it in the column and you get ready for next week versus Philly on a Sunday. I'm pretty sure it's at one o'clock. Yep. We're always going to get these one o'clock games the rest of the season. But listen, man, Giants fans out there aren't happy about this and want to capitalize on draft picks. Now is not the time because look where we are and look how the standings are. Anything is possible. And of course, in the year we're having right now in 2020, anything is possible. Anything is possible. You got anything uh, else to say or no? We done here. Yes, I do. Our close, our close game losses are starting to turn into close game wins, which is a big, big swing. Let's end it on that. Yeah, absolutely. But all right, Giants fans, we'll see you on another episode this week when we preview Philadelphia. But here we are, baby. Two and seven never looks prettier. I don't care about any other team in the NFC East. Their two and seven doesn't look as pretty as the Giants. And let's go Giants, baby. Let's win this division. All right, everyone. We're out of here. We're done. Peace.